Hey everyone, it's Brandon Still, host of Nashville Restaurant Radio. And you know that I'm a big fan of having a plan and proactively using this time to make your business better. Times are tough, but reopening and recovery doesn't have to be. That's why I want to tell you about Kurt's Hospitality Marketing. It's a full-service sales, marketing, and public relations agency dedicated to growing revenues for their clients. You've heard Janet right here on National Restaurant Radio, and we've talked about all things, ideas to help restaurant owners, hotel owners stay clean and prepare for when we reopen. So give her a call, 615-456-3953, or check them out on the web, www.kurtzhospitality.com. That's K-U-R-T-Z hospitality.com. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, a podcast for and about the people of the Nashville restaurant scene. Now here's your host, the CEO of New Light Hospitality Solutions, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and afternoon delight, afternoon delight. Here's my uh, <laughs> Anchorman reference for you. Part two, Matt Bolas starts now. So you opened the 404 Kitchen in 2014, right? 13. December or October of 2013, yeah. Okay, so you were nominated for Best New Restaurant, James Beard, uh, James Beard Award in 2014. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Oh my gosh. Um, and it was um, mind-numbing almost. Uh, completely unexpected. I almost dropped my daughter who was an infant at the time. I was holding her. I was watching it live uh, on the TV and they said the 404 kitchen is like I, I almost let her go. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was it was great. I got a uh, later on that day I got a call from uh, Chef Thomas Keller, uh, and I don't say that you got a call from Thomas Keller. Yeah, I, I did, and I don't say that to name drop. I say that because it kind of corresponds with with our conversation earlier. Um, hey, Chef, congratulations! You know, I'm so happy, and just the, the, not long before that, I had uh, cooked a dinner with him for his Bouchon book tour, uh, which is where I got to know him. Um, and he said, you know, what what are your plans now? And I said, uh, I, I chef, I don't know. I've got to figure out what to do. I need to, you know, I need to make sure I I got to change the food. I got to do this. I got to do that. Uh, he says, bullshit. I'm sorry, chef. You know, you don't say a whole lot when you're on the phone with Chef Keller. And he said, he said, why would you change anything? I said, I, I don't know, chef. He said, I don't care what you read about yourself or what you hear in the, in the, in the news or on a newspaper article or in a magazine about the restaurant. He said, that's all yesterday. He said, it's what you plan to do tomorrow. That's going to make the difference and what you do today. That's going to make the difference. And he said, if what you're doing today got you here today, why would you make it different tomorrow? So I, I I don't know, chef. He said, well, you should think about that. And that was the end of the conversation really. Um, but it, it made me realize like, <laughs> oh, don't change. Yeah. Just, just be you. 
and and be happy with being you. Be happy with being the 404 and what it is. Um, we're not trying to be anybody else, you know. Uh, it meant a lot to me, and it, it's a lot that that um, I think about a lot. You know, I don't, I rarely read uh, articles that we're in. I, I never read reviews that we get, uh, whether really? they be, uh, you know, in the Tennessean or or on Open Table. No, I, I don't. They, they um, I don't know. They sometimes the the, the critic articles are are easier for me to read um to decide whether i agree or disagree or you know um but you know when 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 you read the one star review because they try to get in friday night at seven o'clock with 10 people for weeks and and have never been allowed so they leave a one star review you know you just that one gets you kind of angrily laughing right but then you you have the lady that 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 it really leaves you a one-star review because she ordered the food and, and the drinks and everything was fantastic. Um, but she took her leftovers home and the next day the crispy potatoes weren't crispy anymore. And she found that to be ridiculous. It's like, what do you, Yeah. you know, or the, or the and guys that know. uh came in, in, in uh, January of last year. And uh, you know, they were just this uh, kind of a hard couple to deal with these, these two gentlemen. And, um, with one of our best managers on there and, and, and you know, it's the kind of person that just knows how to take a beating and keep smiling. And, and really they're like, their main goal is just to, to, to satiate the guest and, and really make them feel good about the experience. Right. And sure. this person just wanted a cucumber salad and, or cucumbers in their salad. I forget what it was. And, and this manager tried everything they could to, to figure it out. And, um, I went back to the guest and said, you know, sir, I'm just so sorry. There's no cucumbers in the house. We've checked the bar. We've checked the neighboring restaurants, everything. We're, we, you know, is there anything else we can get you? And he said, yeah, the turnip truck's just a couple of blocks over, and I'm not going to be the one that goes over there to get them. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, man, that's a, that's just a surly attitude. Well, we went and got them, and we made this cucumber salad, uh, and he still left us a one-star review because it shouldn't have been so much trouble us to run a couple of blocks down the road to get cucumbers for him but but also said the food was great it's like what you know so that's why i don't read that stuff yeah and the only reason i know about that is because we talked about in the management meeting like how should we have handled this what should we have done different um but you know it's what'd you come up um, with uh, you just have to take the beating sometimes you know my goal is I, i i'm i'm in this business one because i love to cook Right. Um, in a, in a, in an ideal world um, where none of us had to work for money, I would just have this big indoor outdoor kitchen, uh, and, and I would be like the community cooker. You know, I would just cook. I would go get food from the garden and from from local farms, and I would just cook all day and all night. And and, and friends and family and neighbors and whatever would just come over and eat, and we'd all have this jolly good time. Um, I just love to cook that much. I love to 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 watch shows about cooking. I love to read cookbooks. Uh, I love to talk about cooking. Uh, I love to learn about cooking. Um, and so that's the first reason. You're the, passionate. The second, yeah, very, right. The second reason is it's, you know, to me, I believe it's my God-given talent. It's, it's one of those things where if I applied very little effort, I can make good food. If I applied a lot of effort, I think I can make really decent food. Um, 
I'll never tell you about the perfect dish I cooked because I haven't cooked a perfect dish yet. Uh, my my theory and opinion is uh, once I cook the quote perfect dish, I'm I'm going to retire. You can't get any better than perfect, right? So I always strive to make things better. Um, uh, I had a great conversation about uh, with uh, Will Gidara from uh, Eleven Madison not so long ago about Grand Ackets and. Uh, some meals that we'd had at Alinea, and, and he said, "No, the one thing I love about Grant, and and I had I completely agree with it, and I never thought about it this way." He said, "You and I can sit here for an hour and come up with with one of the best ideas we've ever had, and we take it to Grant and say, hey, chef, this is what we want to do.'" And Grant was like, "Gosh, guys, that is that is a great idea. I love this entire thing. How do we make it better?" I said, "We'll go back to the drawing board, and, you know, spend a whole day on it, come back and say, okay, chef, you're right." We took this great idea and we made it even better and we explained it to him and, and, and Grant's super positive about that. Oh my God, I, you know, you did, you made it even better. This is fantastic. I'm absolutely in love with this. How do we make it better? It's always about making the, the guest experience better, right? Right. And so at some point, I want you, I want you to smile. I want you to be happy. I want you to forget about COVID-19 and the stock market and the car deal that you just didn't get you paid too much for and and your boss and everything else and i want you to to sit with your friends i don't care if they're a former vice president or the the pop star that you live next door to or the or the plumber that you've known for 30 years don't care demographics don't matter economics don't matter sit down and enjoy some food right that's my goal i want you to be Break my bread together that's it that's it because we can't because because when you're out to eat or when you're at your own kitchen table, for that brief period of time, you can forget about everything else. You don't have to escape to the fantasy world of Harry Potter, or Alice in the Wonderlander, or Disney, or whatever else. You can do it right in your own dining room or in the dining room of a restaurant. It's your own fantasy. It's your own creation, right? We serve you food. We yeah. serve you drinks. We do the dishes. All you have to do is come and enjoy. That's it. I think that's the thing that people out there are missing the most right now yeah of all the I, things that people are missing i think that fellowship going out getting dressed up not getting dressed up whatever just feeling that vibe of going out spending time with their friends connecting is something that um, people are sorely missing i think that you're right i think people are going to come back quickly they are, and it, but you know that's that double-edged sword. That's that we're happy to have you, um, and 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 it's it's almost a triple edge if you if you think about it because you get bombarded and you're on a skeleton staff. There's going to be some mishaps, right? And mishaps lead to negative reviews because these people are going to review. I saw a meme the other day, like how many um, how many of those those social media quote influencers that that jockeyed for free meals all the time have you talked to recently? And I was like, yeah, we haven't heard from a single one. <laughs> you know? I saw that same post. Yeah. Um, I was like, was that, was that Delia Joe Ramsey's yeah, post? Yeah, exactly. I was like, nailed it, Delia. Love You it. know, it's funny because you, if you saw in that same post, I said, come on National Restaurant Radio and talk about it. Did she not? She's, she's going to be on tomorrow. Yes. Tell Delia I said hello. Yes. Hi, Delia. I'm very excited um, about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's true. But again, I'm hoping. Where are they? Um, is this? 
<laughs> they're on unemployment, I'm sure. Can't you get unemployment for not being able to influence anymore? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or would you then have to prove your income? I mean, that's a real tricky situation. Again, we're not giving advice, right? We're not giving legal advice or unemployment advice. No, and I kind of fall into that category now. You know, as a as a restaurant consultant going yeah. into being a podcaster, I'm 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 dabbling on the side of being an influencer, so Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, but you're not you know what you're not busting stops for all the free stuff. You know, no, you don't give me dinner all. for ten with drinks included, uh we're not gonna write positive reviews about you. Oh. Okay. Not all influencers no, that, like that. I'm not saying that. You know that. Um I'm like, come on, that's but no, I, it's, it's my hope that this, this scenario, one of the positive things that comes out of this scenario is the sense of community, right? And that we realize, 100%. hey, a little less time on your phone and more time with family. Now, we can't, we can't technically see friends, though I love these people that are doing these, these block parties, social, social distancing block parties, right? Because where did you grow up? Uh, here, I'm in Nashville, and I've you, lived here for 32 years. Did you all have parties in the neighborhood sometimes where all the neighbors got together oh, yeah. and it was just food everywhere and kids playing and adults out having fun and drinking and watching kids play and listen to laughter? And you know, and then everybody helped clean up and, and we all went home, right? I haven't seen one of those in decades, <laughs> but now you're seeing them. We, right? uh, you go to 12 South yeah. where everybody's out in their front yard in their chairs. And they're all playing in their front yard, but they're talking back and forth. Or the people that are playing music on their patio. Um, my chef de cuisine said uh, her next door neighbors were playing, I think it was classical music and, and taking requests. And somebody threw some money out on the sidewalk. So they put a hat down there and, and families were walking by with their dogs and their kids and they would throw tips in the hat. And these guys just sat out there and played music. Like, yes. I'm, let's do that. Yes. Let's walk through the neighborhoods and enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine, right? And and listen to the music, man. I didn't, dude. I didn't even know you played music, and you're so talented. That's this is fantastic. Like, get to know each other again, <clears throat> and and then one day when we can all get together again, don't forget that, and invite each other over, have that dinner, sit in the garden. You know, have a have a, a sit by the fire pit and, and and smoke cigars together. I don't care what it is, but don't forget that sense of community. Whatever you do, right? Don't forget it. It's an amazing gift. I've said, I told my wife the other day. I said, you know, it's weird because while we're so distant from so many people, I don't know if I've ever felt so connected because I get to do this podcast and I get to have hour-long conversations with people that I haven't seen in a while or that I don't know super well, like yourself, yeah. like just being able to sit and talk to you for an hour and learn all about you and have good, like is cathartic for me. Like, I love it. Like I'm having yeah, so much I, fun. Just No, I completely agree. Doing yeah, like I said, people that I haven't talked to in forever that, that I'll reach out to you just like, Hey, you know, don't know why your name popped up in my head thinking about you. Hope you're well. Uh, or that, that random text that you get, um, I, I was, I was making coconut cake the other day at Adele's and this FaceTime came in and I, I turned it on as one of my buddies. I hadn't talked to in a while, but, and, and he and I've never FaceTimed. This, this is a, this yeah. is a 
big, strong family man, played in the NFL, you know, a big FaceTimer driving down the road. He's like, man, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about you. I just wanted to check in and see how, how are you? How are the kids? How's, how's Kelly? You know, <laughs> just like this is, this is fantastic because we're, because we are, we're getting to know each other. Everybody's getting to know each other on a more personal level, even at a distance. And it's fantastic. And maybe that's what this is all about. I think everything happens for a reason. What did that make you feel like when you got that phone call and you reconnected with that guy? How did it make you feel like just appreciate made you feel good all over yeah. appreciated? 100% that, that, uh, you know, that, that somebody else, and, and it is, it's nice to know that somebody just randomly thought of you in a positive way. Not like, God, that SOB, I used to work for him, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, it's, it's, Hey, I want to check on Matt. I want to see how he's doing. Um, and, and, and to me, it comes, it makes you think of other people. And so you want to reach out to them. Uh, and I said in the podcast today, I said, people are hurting right now. Yeah. There are people out there. If you have a friend that, you know, maybe they drink too much or maybe whatever, and they're alone, like pick up the phone and like call stop them. listening right now and call them. Like, call them. It yep. makes them feel one phone call from one person when you feel alone can change your entire outlook on your life. You never know and what it can do for somebody, right? Yeah. You don't know what's it's happening so important. behind a closed door, much less behind a sealed brain. And that one phone call, hundred percent. that one, hey, Brandon, thinking about you, man, miss you, dude, hope you're well. Even if you don't talk to him, just that message, that sound of your voice, that could be, mean the difference in, in some pretty big ways. It really can. And it doesn't take, you know what? It doesn't take you a second to do it. It doesn't. I'll tell you, just for me personally, it's funny. Chef Julio Hernandez, um, mm -hmm. who is at Nectar Urban Cantina, a friend of mine for a long time. But when I put these podcasts out, he always, like, he shares them. And he's like, dude, I love the podcast. This great. He sends me messages. But it, like, it's one thing. It's one person sending a message. And it doesn't take but a second to do. But, like, it, like, it makes me feel so special. Like it's it's just the best thing. I'm like, Julio, you're you're like my favorite person, man. Thank you so much. It just it's amazing how one person putting one message out there just makes me feel amazing. Yeah. Right. To me, like I said, um it it's brought me closer to, to a number of people and I, I I intend on continuing that because um and I, I never need to know if it helps or not. It just makes me feel better that I've that I've talked to somebody. Um uh you know, you, it puts a smile on your face for a second. Um, hopefully it puts a smile on their face for a second. And I hope we all continue that. Because it used to be that way. Uh, you know, you called your parents on Sunday. You went to, to church or, or Sunday supper at a friend's house or whatever it is. And, and I think we all need to, to remember that um, once this is all over and not go back to the way it was. But go back to the way we want it to be. I think this is a big reset button for I, I our entire so. world. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. Because I, you know, as I get older and, and, you know, when you ever see that, that old guy or that old lady sit on the porch and just rock and stare out into the, the fields or at the mountains and wonder, man, how in the world do they do that? I got to go, 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 go. <laughs> and, and now I get it. You know, I find that, uh, 
the kids running around the garden or the or the waves crashing on the beach or whatever and i can i can sit and stare at it for a, a long long time and, and feel very accomplished at the end of that uh and, and i hope that we're all kind of getting that sense too that where you're at right now is where you're supposed to be make the best of it and it's going to be the best it can be uh the one thing i've wanted to convey through all of this and i think what you just touched on is perspective yeah you know yeah i think we've we can all sit back and step into somebody else's shoes or just kind of change your perspective for one minute that guy right now that made you go down the street to get cucumbers <laughs> you know i bet he kind of feels like i bet he kind of feels like a jerk right now you know what? In in the grand scheme of all things, you give in a restaurant a one star because they didn't go down the street to like, dude, order off the menu. Stop it. Right. Like who are why are you that special that you need like maybe that guy right now has a little perspective and goes, eh, maybe I was a little over the top back then. Yeah. Maybe but, I know, can that's change. The thing. Um, you know, you, you talk about restaurants and, and yeah, you go to a restaurant. Uh, because you're hungry for pizza and you walk into a a, a salad joint, they're not going to have pizza. Well, that's not their fault. That's your fault, right? But maybe you walk yeah. into the salad joint because your body's like, hey, man, I would like some lettuce and some vegetables, not some crust and cheese. You, you think about it. Um, don't, we, we need to quit blaming other people for stuff. You know, Personal we, accountability, man. That's it. That's it. If I go out and... and run around at the hospitals without a mask or gloves or or washing my hands and, and constantly rubbing my face. Am I going to get sick? Probably am. And that's beyond the virus. I'm probably going to get sick. It's yeah. my fault, right? So, if I start licking doorknobs. <laughs> you're going to get something, my man. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it so that's the thing. And, and, and also, too, like, beyond personal personal responsibility for that it's 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 just one of those things that you you're responsible for your attitude and your actions and, and your feelings right and i'm not going to let those affect me if you're a jerk and 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 want to act like that that's hey that's on you i'm not going to say it's cool because i don't think it's cool to be that way but but that's on you um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to be really great with me and really great with the people around me and uh, as as a as a as a, as a chef and, and a restaurateur, I'm going to do my best to to really make you have a great day, uh, because I know sometimes people have bad days and they come off bad, and and you could turn them around, you know. And and I've seen it before. Where at the end of the meal, it's like, wow, you know, I had a bad day and I came in really hungry and I didn't want to be nice to anybody. This has been so much fun and thank you, right? Um, and some people are just, oh, hey, yeah. they just, I don't know what they're upset about, and I'm sorry that they're upset, but that's it. Just let it go. Well, I've always, as an operations guy, I've always said this. When people walk into your establishment, you have no idea where they're coming from. You don't know if they just came from a funeral. You don't know if they just had to put their dog down. You know, if they just got divorced, they just broke up. Or if they just got engaged, they just won the lottery. You don't know if it's the best day of their life, the worst day of their life, whatever. Right. But your job, the second they walk in the door, is to make them feel welcomed, like you're welcoming home your grandmother to your house. Yep. Whatever happened when they walk through the door, 
You have no idea. And whatever you're feeling at the moment, if you had a bad day, it's not okay. You need to come in and every person that walks to the door, it's like a bright ray of sunshine. This is an oasis. When you're here, none of that matters. We're going to do everything in our power to make the rest of your day amazing, which I think yep. in, in a weird way, like the, it's always Friday in here for TGI Fridays is a great, it, it's a, it's a great way to describe it, yep. but we have to be intentional every single day with every single thing that we do to create that environment. When I told, I told all the people that, that work on our team, guys, I don't want you to work here because you have to work. We all have to work. I want you to work with us because you want to, right? And I want this to be your safe zone. So if you're having a fight with your spouse or your significant other, um, if you know, you just lost a parent, it, and I'm trying to think of like honest scenarios that have happened to me. If you uh, are facing legal troubles, if you, whatever it is negative in your world, you know that you can come here to this restaurant, to this kitchen, to this whatever. And you don't have to worry about those for the, for the time being, right? You can make pasta or you can, okay. you can create those cocktails or yeah. You or and you can lean on us, right? None of us in this world are angels, um, and 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 we need to not judge people, because like you said, you don't know where we've come from, right? You don't know what's happened mm-hmm. to us today, much less in the past month, whatever. And so, stop judging, start helping, and and I, I I've tried to create that culture at the restaurant, and and think we're we're really there. You know, you get a little drama looking, and that's just the restaurant business. But for the most part, you know, I guarantee you there's not a, a line cook, a server, a manager, a psalm, a, a porter, or anything I couldn't call and say, hey, I need your help with something right away. Where, you know, where do I need to be? Hey, and, and, and all this social distancing, everything would just stop. Where do I need to be? What do I need to do? And that's it, you know. Um, and, and that's that's the safe zone I want. Because then maybe if you could take for that for that second and clear your head and go, wow, all right, you know what this problem isn't as bad as I and I thought it was when I got here because it's not, right? It's if, not. You, if you stay in the future, or if you if you take your brain to the future and bring it back to the present, you've come up with something that's just in, in categorically false because you have no clue to, yeah. to per, you know you can't predict the future. So stop, stop your brain from working. Make me that great pasta that you're super good at because even if we don't serve it to guests, I'm, I'm, you know, I eat like a homeless fat kid and, and that's what I want right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's going to make me happy and loads of other people happy. And, and you're going to be happy watching it. And then I'm going to sit down and say, hey, man, you know, so let's talk about that girlfriend issue. Ah, you know, she was just blowing off steam. I was just blowing. It's no big deal. We, I've already texted her. We're cool. Okay, great. You know, and that's that's it. Sometimes it's, just taking your mind off it for a minute will will do the trick. Yep. The same thing with food, though. I'm telling you, it's the greatest equalizer. It is the absolute greatest equalizer. And 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 if people remember that, and the the the, the breaking bread, the the um, spending time with with others and and listening, being present, listening to their story. Even if you don't want to listen to it, but you listen to it because you might catch something you really like or you want to talk about to get them off that story. Um, but being present and, and, and enjoying the moment, no matter how long, no matter how brief, uh, to me, that's what the restaurants are here for, not just sustenance. Um, 
that's what restaurateurs want to do. But nourishment. That with you? No. Um, Hugh Atchison said, this is not just about nutrition. It's about nourishment. And you know, eating is one thing, but it's the experience. It's having mental, a, it's physical, making a memory. Spiritual nourishment. Yes. Completely. Yeah. It's all Why of those you, things is what a real it's what, what eating at the 404 four kitchen will do. Yeah. It, you know, it, that, it, it's still one of my favorite movies, Ratatouille. That bite when, when uh, Ego, is that, is, is that the critic's name? Ego. Um, when he eats the Ratatouille? And he Anton Ego. Childhood. Yeah, Anton Ego. And I mean, I can tell you moments like that. Alan Benton, the guy that makes uh, the bacon. Uh, Benton's bacon, yeah. He has a sausage that he sells. And every time I'm there, I pick some up. The first time I did it, I never even knew it. I've known Alan for a long time and never had the sausage. I always just had the bacon. But I took it home to my parents' house in Knoxville. And the next morning, got up and started cooking everybody breakfast. And the smell hit me. And it was just like, wow, this, 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 this great feeling kind of hit me. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't figure out what it was. And my mom came in and said, what are you cooking? And I said, I said, uh, cooking a sausage from Alan. And she said, it smells just like Burton's farmhouse. And that was it. So I used to go spend uh, every summer at my grandfather's farm up in Cave City. And, you know, learned how to drive a tractor before I could drive a car and, and got paid 25 cents for every bullfrog I gigged. And, and, and true, you know, raking hay, topping tobacco, counting cows, all that good stuff. Um, that's what his house smelled like. And for the rest of the day, I, I just thought about, you know, staying up on the farm and, and hanging out with my grandparents and, and uh, funny things that happened, and, and you know. But it was great. It was just like that moment, right? And there's been plenty of them. Awesome. But that's that's it. That's what food does. It, it, it nourishes so many things besides just your physical being. I mean, truly your soul, your brain, your, you know, your, it can nourish your relationships if you let it, you know, it's, it's so important. There's a, there's a, you mentioned bacon and I did an interview with Nathan Gifford. Uh, are you familiar huh? with Gifford's bacon? Yeah, no, Nathan. Huh? And he, uh, he was telling me that when he was a kid, he would go to school and he knew when he was six years old that he wanted five years old, that he wanted to be a. He wanted to be in the food business because if you got to school an hour early, it was just him, his brother, and his mom. She's a, a single parent. And if you got to school an hour early, then they would feed you breakfast. But if you didn't get there an hour early, they wouldn't. So he would go an hour early so he could eat breakfast. Yeah. And when you get there, the, 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 the cafeteria smelled like bacon and sausage. And to this day, when he cooks bacon and sausage, it makes him feel warm inside. And yeah. It's kind of his passion, and it's centered around an emotion, a feeling of security, and yeah. I just think that's exactly what we're talking about here. That's that that moment where food Completely. and life just—they're a total parallel. Isn't it great? I mean, it, and literally, it's, it, it, it's great. It, it, and it could be—you know what? You could take rival politicians and sit them down over dinner and say, "Here's the deal, guys: no politics. Don't want anything else you want. No politics." Um, I've gotten to know a, a, a fairly polarizing political figure over the years, and and uh, I've had friends and family have you know comments about working for this person, and uh, I, I laugh. I said, "Well, you know, we don't talk about politics. We talk about the Beatles and 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 football and and bourbon and cigars and and farming and and food and 
we talk about life, right? Because we know that mm-hmm. we would probably share some some um, viewpoints that weren't similar <laughs> if we started talking politics. And, th- and that's okay. It, it is okay. And, and you know, the great thing is we just don't because this person spent all their life in politics. And uh, I, I think they want to talk about something different. And I love it. And, and has been just a fascinating person to get to know. And, it, you know, it's just one of those things like, cool. I, and, and if you don't like that, that I cook for this person, great. And, and if you do, great. Because honestly, your opinion doesn't matter. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it for, for a lot of reasons. You know, and well, cooking, I'm, cooking is nonpartisan. That's correct. I mean, it that's is. Right. It truly is. You know, I've been talking about the spirit of service with with this whole thing, and just the void that's left in chefs' hearts because they can't see that that they put the food out there and they can't see the end result. I'll do a self a, a selfless or a, a plug here for myself. I started a hashtag called Replate Challenge. And the idea is when you sell your food to go, right? When you make this yeah. food, no, you we're, we're source the these products, challenge. it's good. Yeah. Let's see so how you, when let's people see how get home, yeah, let's see, put it on your plate at home and check it out. And, you know, let's, let's, I would love for, I wanted to honor the chefs and then you guys can, Hey guys, do the replate challenge when they get home and they plate your food on their plateware. You get to see your creation in some through somebody else's eyes, mm-hmm. and that's what a cool way to honor chefs. Like just a neat thing to do. So, and then somebody, um, somebody, uh, if I'm not mistaken, did the hashtag clean plate challenge because they had, they had just crushed everything they <laughs> they put on their plate, which I thought was fantastic too. Listen to me. The biggest compliment in the world is uh, not you saying that. Hey, been to the 404, loved it. Hey, been to Gertie's, loved it. Hey, you're fascinating. Whatever. All fantastic, right? And I appreciate it all. It's when I see you again. It's when you come into my restaurant the second time, the third time, the tenth time, whatever it may be. A repeat guest is the best compliment I can ever get. Because it means you you meant all that, right? It wasn't lip yeah. service. It was it was sincere. Um, and the people that we see now every week for curbside service and uh, you know, we wave at them through the windows with our gloves on and our mask on. And so it's like, hey, how are you? You know, good to see you again. I'll see you next week. And and there's a lot of times, and it's funny because you would yell at your kids for doing it. It's like, did you just text me from upstairs? Like, get your lazy butt up and come downstairs and talk to me. But we're texting from, <laughs> you know, 15 feet away because right now we can't go out and, and give them a hug. Um. But it is, it, you know, it's just, hey, I'm seeing you again. You you appreciate what we're doing. And that is a massive compliment. Massive compliment. So, yeah, I love I love the, the, well, chef, the plate challenge. It's great. I am going to say that this was one of my favorite interviews. I, I still enjoy. I just love talking to people. And I want you to come back on the show. Once things kind of normalize, and I want to talk about the actual food you're cooking, and I want to talk more business. I want to talk about yeah, the process that. of moving your restaurant across the street. Okay. I want to talk about Adele's, your partnership with the hospitality group. Yeah. I want to talk about all that stuff, and I want to get in depth okay. and learn a lot about 
your restaurant. And if people listen to this, I'm sorry we didn't get a whole lot into the 404s menu today, but I, I, I this has been just the best conversation. I've loved it. Well, good, man. I, I appreciate being on. I mean, it, this really was a, a fantastically fun conversation. Um, not what I expected at yeah. all. Not that I expected it to be bad, but no, we went on a we went on a run of of, of good conversation. I think so. Well, we loved it. You know, I want to do is I want to do this in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once we're able to kind of unsocially distance each other, I want to come sit in the restaurant or in the kitchen and have this conversation while you're cooking. Maybe we'll do some video with it, but I think it'd be cool for us to be there like live. Anytime. Uh, You're welcome. Anytime. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you very much. And thank you for taking the time today and best of luck to you and the next, your family, everything going on for the next few weeks until some of this normalizes. Same to you, Brendan. I appreciate it, man. All right, so Matt Bolas, 404 Kitchen. We are going to set this up to do another interview where we do get more in-depth in his food and cooking style and some of the business behind it, but that was a really cool part. The second part of that interview I thought was just so telling and so great. Uh, Just the idea of reviews and people. I love the story of the guy with the cucumbers. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Again, if you like it, please subscribe. Love to have you guys get this uh, every new episode into your inbox. And thank you for listening. Hope you're being safe out there. Love you guys. Bye.